off the bat, you know it because I've said it over the last two seasons, people only have a second and a half before they make the decision of continuing to look at you or moving on. Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to SOS, a live call-in help show with me, your host, Sonia Rasula, founder of Unique Markets. Each week, I answer some of the most pressing questions from entrepreneurs, small business owners, and creatives. So get ready for real talk and tangible advice as I answer questions from business owners around the world. Plus, this season, you can watch each episode on YouTube, where you'll be able to see me break down guests' websites, branding, social media, and more. And it's all live. Hashtag awkward. Also, shout out to our partner, Constant Contact, for supporting small business, including ours, and presenting this season of the podcast. The reason this podcast exists is because the fact is most businesses will not make it to five years. I've had multiple businesses for over a decade now, and I really want to make sure that you have long-term success. I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made. So tune in weekly as I help business owners face their sh- If you are a creative or someone juggling multiple jobs, this episode is for you. Zach Schwartz, also known as LMNOP, is a DJ, music producer, and sound engineer who has worked with big brands like Nike and a number of artists, including J.C. Chazé from NSYNC. Self-described as a renaissance man, Zach can do a lot of things and features them all on Instagram and his website, which is pretty confusing. Listen as I dive deep to understand exactly what he wants to be known for and how to reflect that across multiple platforms. Hi guys, I'm Zach Schwartz, aka DJ LMNOP, or just LMNOP. Um, I'm a music producer and a DJ from Los Angeles, California. Um, Okay, so I know you. And our audiences know you, but may not know it because you wrote and created all the music for SOS with Sonia Rasula. And you, in fact, record and are the sound engineer for the podcast. I am. And it, it's been an amazing time. And I've learned a lot about business and understanding uh, how to basically market your business, how to best represent your business. Um, so it's been a learning curve for me, but also uh, an exciting journey. So I really appreciate the opportunity. What do you need help with, Zach? <laughs> so I have been an independent artist for the last 10 years, and I've really spent the last five years discovering exactly what my vibe is, what my brand is, exactly what my kind of target audience is and what I want to do in the future. And I think it takes a long time to discover that as an artist. And so I'm glad I didn't jump in, you know, with two feet into the business side right away. I really took the time to discover like what really is meaningful to me and and why I do what I do. So Uh, I started DJing when I was in high school and very quickly after that started doing weddings, bar mitzvahs, corporate events for money. And while I was doing that, I continued producing music and making music with friends, collaborating with artists. And that has kind of taken over 
what was originally just like a fun mobile DJ business uh, now has become like a music production business, as well as I have my own artist project, which is the LMNOP project. I have a puppet of myself and we, we DJ live together and perform together. So what I really need help with, I think, is growing my Instagram. And currently right now, I use my Instagram as like a personal account. And I tend to notice that artists who are established will do that as well. They'll use their Instagram account as a personal account. But I kind of want to be a little bit more professional about the way that I approach it in order to grow. I'm looking for some ways to do that as well as some just insight into the beginnings of entrepreneurship and establishing yourself as a brand since I am at somewhat of the beginning of that process for myself. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into the social aspect first, but... Even before that, I think it's important to kind of go back to the description that you just gave of yourself because it went from like here to here to here to here to here. And so listening to you describe everything that you do opens my eyes because I think that especially in this day and age, everything is like, everyone is like a slasher right? It's like the slash generation. So I'm an entrepreneur slash DJ slash vegan YouTube star slash pianist slash, you know, uh, I have a t-shirt line. Love it. I love the slash generation. I'm not that generation, but I am a slasher. That sounds weird, but, um, (laughs) you don't kill people, but you do a lot of things. Yes. I'm not a killer. I'm (laughs) I'm multifaceted. So in hearing you kind of give that description of who you are, I heard many different things. And so I think that it's important, even before we look at your Instagram account, to figure out not who you are, because who you are is always going to stay the same, but what it is that you want to be doing. And more importantly, what it is that you want people to know you for. Because Mm. you listed, you talked about DJing, you talked about having a production company, you talked about making music with other people. And I think all of those things work together. But I also wonder whether there's a specific thing that you'd like to kind of become known for. And the reason why I'm asking you this is because if I'm a musician that wants to work with someone or I'm a brand that wants to hire someone to create music with it's hard for me if I'm looking at someone who appears to do lots of everything because it's not one thing that's like, oh, this is, he's the go-to person for this. Zach does this. It's currently, it's like you do everything. So is there anything that you'd specifically really like to build the brand around more than some of the other things? Yeah, actually. Um, I mean, I am very much interested in being my own artist and having LMNOP be its own project that people know about. And currently right now, it's not. It's something that people that know me know me as LMNOP and know that I do that, but it's not a larger thing. And so that's really what I want. I want LMNOP to be its own 
artist project that functions autonomously separately from from me really just as like the gorillas is kind of made up of a group of people and they all have these little characters that that go with who they are i want to have my own artist project that is represented by this puppet version of me okay so i feel like we just hit an iceberg which is great <laughs> because originally i thought you know, we were going to be looking at your social and your website for like all the different work that you do, like the work, the music that you create for clients like Nike. Um, But what you just said is very different. So in other words, you want to be the star. You as LMNOP. Yeah. Like I want that brand to be known. I want, I want that to shine. Okay. So that's two very different things. So already I can tell you right now, step one is that your website and your Instagram account then need to revolve solely around that. And your, the other stuff that you do, the music production stuff, um, sound engineer, working with other artists, that all, I mean, working with artists can go under LMNOP, but all of the other work that you do then needs to go on another website. And you can link to that website from this brand website, but the story is very confusing if it's doing too many different things. So, okay, I I understand now where you want to go with this. And maybe you didn't understand until literally a minute ago too. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think sometimes it takes somebody being like, okay, what is the thing? If you could be one thing, what would it be? I think it's important because you know, day and age, we we are the slashers. We're doing a million things. And I'm not the type of person where I came from a ton of money where I could just pour my resources into my artist project and just do that. I also need to support myself and make a living. And so these are kind of two things that I'm always balancing. Okay. I totally get that. And I think probably a lot of people listening will relate to that, especially if whatever field of art that you're in or any sort of um, creator, they ride this fine line between just being able to create and make whatever it is that they want to do and having to support themselves. And so what I'm hearing is that you need two different websites and two different Instagrams. So that's what I'm, that's my advice to you right off the bat. So let's get into this. Number one, I'm going to share the screen right now. We're going to, we're going to dive deep into social media right now, everyone, which I know all the listeners will be excited about. Um, this is your Instagram account. So basically what we're looking at folks, if you're listening to the podcast is we're looking at DJ LMNOP. That is the account. And (laughs) right off the bat, I can see your puppet icon, uh, which is great. And then, you know, it's your typical kind of Instagram account that's like all over the place. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's literally all over the place. Um, Childhood photos, photos that do look like music production, uh, family photos, random weird photos. (laughs) 
a lamb chop photo. So folks, there's a bit of like (laughs) problem here, which is that it's all over the place. Um, The number one thing you need to do if you are trying to use social media to capture an audience and grab and cultivate a community is you somewhat have to give them consistency and the same thing. Otherwise they're like, wait, sometimes there's food photos. Sometimes there's music that he's created, which I really, really like. And then there's like photos of his family, right? It's not to say that you can't do all of that. Like once you get to Diplo's status and you've got millions of followers, you can do whatever the F you want. You can do all the weird stuff that he does on his Instagram. And it's okay because at that point, he already has the community and they know that that's who he is and he's just weird. And he also makes music. So with you, I'm going to throw out that you need a personal Instagram account because a lot of small business owners do this where they were on Instagram years ago before they were entrepreneurs, before they had businesses. And then they face this question of like, should I create one just for my business, but I already have like 2,000 or I already have 4,000 followers and they don't want to miss out on those followers. So they decide to keep using the original account. And that is the worst thing you can do. Oh, that's so funny because that is exactly what I did. Of course. because that's <laughs> So you're almost at 2,000 followers. And so you're like, I don't want to start over. You know, what do I do? This is my biggest piece of advice to people. Your business is business. It needs to be professional and it needs to be calculated and it's there for a purpose. Your personal account, you can do whatever you want. You can have opinion, you can talk politics, but I think it's really important to separate personal and business. So at this point, we have to figure out if you can get your own name for Instagram. And when you do, you can put all of, you can put anything you want on your personal account. And if you only have 28 followers at the beginning, just be proud that you have those 28 followers and they're probably your family members and that's okay. So I actually did start a, I had a, uh, my original one was called Schwartz Power, right? That was the original yeah. Instagram handle and that was my personal. And then I created DJ LMNOP for a business yeah. one and I started growing it and then I switched them so that my DJ LMNOP would be my main and the Schwartz Power would be the okay. uh, the personal, but I don't really post on the Schwartz Power one. I just post. I basically just do the the personal one and the business all together. So okay. you're saying I should just separate them, focus. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because people are judging you. I'm judging you right now. I'm looking at your Instagram feed right now, the LMNOP, and it's not what it's not where it could be. And you're so great with visuals. You have such a great sense of humor and you're such a creative person that I believe I already can envision what DJ LMNOP should be, but that's not what I'm currently seeing. So you have 302 followers on Schwartz Power. This account looks so much more professional than the other one. What is happening here? (laughs) Am I the only one that's seeing this? This is blowing my mind. See here, your creativity is coming out. See all of this illustration. So for everyone listening, (laughs) Zach has a very specific aesthetic 
and it's fun and it's colorful. And um, like, like you just mentioned gorillas a while ago, I feel like it's kind that's a little bit of the vibe to help everyone kind of visualize what we're talking about. And when I go to Schwartz Power, everything is very planned out. There are three images in a row promoting a DJ set or three images in a row promoting a new single that he's done with someone. So it looks visually pleasing. You can tell there's been graphic design, time and energy spent on it. Um, And so, wow, now I'm going to go back to the... DJ LMNOP, where it's just chaos. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going you're gonna to have to basically flip-flop. I mean, so here's what I need you to do. And for all the small business owners listening who may be having this exact same dilemma, from now on, Zach, DJ LMNOP is, is your music, right? Your yeah. other one is personal. So what you're going to have to do, and I know it's sad, you're going to have to go through and you're going to need to archive or delete photos. Yeah. And you're going to just let go and be okay with it. In fact, I was just singing the, that Frozen song before, the Let It Go song, <laughs> minutes before we started recording this episode for some reason. Let it go. <laughs> You are just going to have to let it go. So I want you to go through and delete everything on this account that is not representative of your music, but also, and I know this is where it's going to hurt because pe- because this is personal, right? This, these are photos of you. These are photos of your family. You might've taken a beautiful photo of a sunset, for instance, and you really have an emotional attachment to that photo because you're like, but this is a really good photo. It is a good photo, but it's not for DJ LMNOP. Yeah. Okay. So I want you to be really harsh. And basically my guess is you're really only going to have like 20 posts when you're left, when you're done deleting. And that's okay. You have to start because you need to look professional. And this just right off the bat, you know it because I've said it over the last two seasons, people only have a second and a half before they make the decision of continuing to look at you or moving on. Mm. So we need this to look great, professional, and shout music and DJ. Um, Amen. I would almost... Then also, we're going to look at the highlights. A lot of business owners forget about the fact that highlights are also the first thing people see before they even scroll to the photos. And so as a business, your highlights should be thought through. And so Mm -hmm. I like how everything is lowercase. So if that's the style that you're going with, great. Maybe you write the highlight names in all uppercase. The, the photos and the images, however, that are used should be the same either color, the same graphic design style, um, the same type of photo, you know? So you're going to have to work on that because right now it's kind of all over the place. Again, we need like there, there's a highlight right now that's Brazil and it's a guy cutting meat. <laughs> what, that needs to go right away. That yeah, okay. to me, amazing producer who's going to create fantastic music with me. <laughs> Got it. So let's do that first. You're going to archive photos if you want to, or just straight up delete them. 
and you're going to start fresh. And so starting fresh again is reimagining what those highlights should look like and reimagining what your feed should look like. You need a style guide. I think that you're going to knock this out of the park because you have a style of graphic design already. You have character already. So you have colors that you could potentially use over and over again. Like right now, your little puppet character basically looks like Ernie. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, great. Blue, red, orange, black. Those are your colors. Create the style guide and start publishing content and new posts that tell your story, are about you, show off your music. Um, Something that I thought about was the fact that you have made music for a number of really cool clients, right? Like you've worked with Nike. Um, Who are some of the artists that you've worked with? Um, Yeah, I've worked with uh, recently JC Chazé from NSYNC. I've produced a bunch of music for an artist named Young Jake, who's um, a rapper that I worked with, who I went to school with. Um, Yeah, I've released stuff with Lando Chill, Fat Tony, now Horsepower, um, just a lot of, uh, really cool independent artists. Um, and I think that's also some, (laughs) you know, just, uh, throwing that name out there. So like my point is I, that again, I don't see that when I go to your Instagram account. So you really need to show off and really just be proud of the music that you produce and, and evergreen content is, is kind of a phrase that people use in the content world because what it means is that no matter when you post, it's relevant. It doesn't get old. And I feel like you may have made a song with someone three years ago, but it doesn't mean that you can't post about it now, right? It's, mm. You should be continually using old content because it's not really old. The stuff still exists and it still could be great. And it shows what you're doing. So I want you to consciously start to create that style guide and then start to make posts. And it's going to take a little bit of time, like spend a week where you're just like, okay, I need to post three posts a day for the next couple weeks, because I need to like start to stack up and build my profile. I love that. I, I actually was thinking about going through and archiving a ton of stuff, but this is even more of an incentive um, and gives me a lot of clarity. I was always kind of confused on whether or not I should separate my personal. And I think with the Schwartz Power one, I can do the same thing where I can make that my personal account for people to follow and then really make the DJ LMNOP very focused. Yeah. I mean, you should think about it this way and all entrepreneurs should think about it this way. Your friends and family, like people who you know personally and care about, they should be following you on your personal. And that's where you can share kind of more intimate moments, things that are stupid, pictures of barbecue, spending time with your family. Your business account really needs to be just about business. Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor, Constant Contact. This program is brought to you by Constant Contact, the online marketing platform that makes it easy to build your brand online. Whatever your marketing goals, Constant Contact has the tools and guidance to help small businesses power through any challenge. Constant Contact can get your business online in no time with an intelligent website builder, logo maker, branded email templates, and social marketing tools, just to name a few. 
Plus, they've got marketing experts who know your industry inside and out to help you if you get stuck. To get 30% off your first three months, visit www.constantcontact.com slash unique. That's constantcontact.com slash unique. Now that we at least have that down, <laughs> let's talk about your website because um, I am excited for you to improve it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I also, um, I just bought a domain name for, uh, actually designing my own website. Um, I'm getting into doing some light web design and this design I made on Squarespace. So I'm actually like kind of delving into designing my own website and I'd like it to be like basically a showcase of all of the, the slash things, you know, the, the Renaissance man type of things that I do, um, for money, um, that I can do, but I, I want, I want the LMNOP music website that you're about to show to be more of what I had mentioned in the beginning of our conversation about specifically like my artist project and what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So great that you already know that you need to separate them. Like fantastic. You're already on the right road and you know that your website needs help, which is why you're here today. When it comes to your website, it needs to hit and it needs to engage people right away. And your website has, when you go to the homepage, it just has one giant graphic on it and it's a video that you can play. I can't scroll at all, which is a little weird. And what's even stranger is that instead of a navigation there's just a bunch of icons, like social icons. So in the top right-hand corner of the homepage to lmnopmusic.com, you see like SoundCloud, Apple, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, email me here, but they're all icons, right? So there's no traditional navigation. And the problem with that, even for someone who's very creative like you, the problem with that is that the average person is not creative and exploratory and they just need help f- navigating and finding. So you have a button that says home, which then takes you to the actual website. Exactly. Yeah. So this is basically a cover page so that people immediately are brought to the video. Right. So here's my question. How long has this how long has this been the homepage? Um, about six months. Yeah. So I should probably um, change it. <laughs> yes. Um, you should not have a cover page as your homepage. That's probably the biggest piece of advice here for everyone listening. Cover pages are really cool to do quick, fun promotions, talk about something and, you know, but it's not really intuitive and it's not a website. And yeah. so what, there's a lot lacking. So now I'm going to show everyone what happens when you click home. Whoops. And this is actually now your website. It's, the, it's what's the about page. And first of all, you have a bottom navigation. I don't hate that, right? I don't hate it. I would prefer that it's a top nav just because that is what is popular and that's what most people are, people are used to. 
I'm also curious how this how this bottom navigation translates to mobile users. Mm. I, don't know, I don't know if you've tried looking at it or not on the phone, but phones are vertical, desktops and laptops are obviously horizontal, and that creates a lot of issues for people, and they forget to think I need to. F- I need to remember to see what every single page on my website looks on a phone. Yeah, it's the same. It's just on the bottom, um, but it, it just uh, makes it a lot closer together. It condenses it, but you have on your nav a bunch of different navigation buttons and all those social share buttons. So I'm just curious, it, it can't shrink all of that onto one line. And so what I'm saying is it's probably going to be a little wonky and there's probably going to be like some weirdness. So yeah. I check that ASAP for anyone listening, you need to go and look at your website online. And if you have too many navigation pages, that's probably happening for all the users that look at your website on mobile. And to be perfectly honest, because of the quarantine right now, we have noticed now that the majority of people who are surfing uniquemarkets.com, they're on mobile. And Mm -hmm. that freaked me out when I realized that because I was like, shoot, there's a couple design changes I'm going to have to do because we weren't realizing the majority of people were looking at us on mobile. So that's the first piece of advice that I want to give you. The second piece of advice that I want to give you is that the font that you're using is a little hard to read. And I don't know if it's maybe just the way the screen that I'm looking at based on the brightness or the contrast, but it almost looks like you're using gray instead of black for the font. Yeah, I think I think I am. And I think uh, making that true black and even changing the font, I think you're right. It's like a typewriter font right now and it's a little bit hard to read. It's just a little hard to read. So that's another thing you want to make. You want to make your website experience so easy and so positive for someone that they're not going to leave. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's dive into <laughs> the content on the, on the website. So first off the bat, your homepage is weird because it's really an about page. And I want you to rethink this all. And I know you can probably predict what I'm about to say right now, which is your homepage needs to be basically like a movie poster. It needs to be the cover of a magazine. It's something that is engaging, enticing, and that right when someone is on it, they're going to want to scroll and surf around and learn more about you. So to me, that's usually big photography or graphics at the very top of the homepage. Um, And then scrolling and discovering what else is on the the website. Currently, you have an about page, a music page, video, photo, contact, press, supermodel, and first time. So (laughs) I'm just going to throw this out there. (laughs) I appreciate the the humor and the wit. And I I see where this is all going. Yeah. But but it feels a little, um, not amateur. It feels a little like immature and young for what I think that your brand needs to actually be. Cause you have an amazing sense of style. You have an amazing sense of humor, but this just feels a little dated, like, you know, 2009. So. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think, um, it, it's really important how you represent yourself 
And I think now more than ever, especially online, we're in a world where it's going to be primarily online how people discover artists or how people, um, you know, just buy things. So um, I definitely want to be able to sell my music online and have it be a really great experience for people. So um, I definitely need to represent myself in the best way and the most accurate way to how I actually am. Yeah. So... Like we can see you right now. You've got amazing style. You're wearing a bolo tie. Um, you're wearing a vintage, an amazing vintage shirt. Your style is fantastic. Um, but what we don't want to do is cross the line over into like shtick. Like that's his shtick. Again, if you become as famous as Diplo, do shtick all day long. <laughs> but until you're there, it's going to be really hard for people to take you seriously um, and see you as like a professional that they want to work with. So the supermodel page, we got to get rid of that immediately. It's pretty funny. But yeah, (laughs) we can, that, we can, that humor can come across in other ways on Instagram and other, so we got to get rid of supermodel. I don't know what first time is. Okay. That's the link to the video. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I was like scared to click first time. Cause I was like, uh, what is this referencing? What, if there's a supermodel, what am I going to find on first time? Um, so yeah, I think I could get rid of both supermodel <laughs> and first time and put, and just have the video and photo be the thing that speak for it. Exactly. Well, also, why do you have photo? What is that page? I mean, that page currently is just my Instagram. It's literally yeah. a link to my Instagram gone, deleted. So this is what people need to think about when they are thinking about their navigation, right? What are the most crucial things that people need to know about me? And does it even need to be a landing page? Like, does it need to be a navigation point? Because personally, under and about you could potentially have about you. You could have some of your history. You can even, at the bottom of that page, have a few of your Instagram photos and link off to Instagram. Like, hey, also follow me on Instagram, right? You yeah. don't need video, photo, supermodel, first time. So we're going to get rid of supermodel, getting rid of first time. Video and photo are interesting. Get rid of photo immediately does not make sense. However, video is interesting and. I'm assuming that those are videos that you've done. Yes. So instead of, you know, video, I think it could, it could be videos because that's just a little bit more intuitive. Videos. And you do that. The only um, thing is that you need to update this a little bit more. Yeah. Because if I go and I see that you've got one that looks amazing and then the next one is from 2017 and it's now currently 2020, I'm already thinking like, Oh, that's weird. So I don't, has he just not done that much stuff? So think about that. Um, and then you've got your music page. And so again, potentially you could be kind of combining music and video as a landing page And so it's just, you know, my music. It's so then what people do is they come to your website and they see about, and then they see my music and then they see contact 
and potentially press, right? These are like landing pages. These are things that are easily definable. Um, Currently on music, are these thumbnails that then, are these graphics that link off to the songs? Correct, yeah. So they're click-through URLs to the actual um, link page where you can go on and you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, all the all the places. Okay. Um, yeah, this one looks like it just has Apple music on there, which I should update. Okay. And is there a reason why you're, why you're kind of promoting it in like a gazillion different places? I, I just like the way that it looks where I have the actual album artwork um, so that you're able to just click on the album artwork and go directly to, you know, whatever source you want to, um, listen to it on. Mm -hmm. Um, it's interesting though. I don't know why it's not showing, uh, Spotify. It's good to know. I should, I should do that because mainly now Spotify is the main place for almost all music, um, and how people are listening to music. Okay. So if you just said that to me out loud, my question for you would be, you need to think about this and you need to think about how you navigate people. Cause that's the power that you have as someone who's creating a website, right? That's the power that all of these people out there listening who own small businesses, whether it's service-based, um, subscription-based, like a yoga studio or someone who sells products, um, like a candle maker, you have the power to navigate people. That is the whole thing with, with this whole generation of being able to create your own website. So by creating, by linking people off to like four different services, it's very democratic of you and it's very nice, but it's at the end of the day, not really doing anything for you because you're throwing them to a bunch of different places, right? If you throw them to the same place, AKA Spotify, because according to what you just said, Spotify is where most people are for music and maybe just the type of music that you're producing and creating. What you want to do is drive as much traffic as possible to Spotify, because then that alerts Spotify that you have more views and more listens, right? Yeah. So you need to get rid of this very nice democratic person who's giving people all the different options as possible. Like, And these thumbnails should link directly when I click this thumbnail, I do not want to get to another page where then I have to make a choice. When I click this thumbnail, I want to be able to go directly to the song on Spotify. Got it. Right? You're, you need to build a following. And the way that you do that is you choose one source and you put all of your time and energy into that one source. Because if you're trying to be everywhere, you're, you're not doing yourself a favor. You have to choose one or two and that's it. Yeah. And I think Spotify is really that for me. Um, and recently I've been focused on, uh, growing my Spotify and growing my listens on there. So I think you're you're entirely right that that needs to be just like the main focus and landing page. Maybe even, you know, I have the SoundCloud page in the top, but maybe even removing that and just having the link to the Spotify at the top. Yes. Okay. And so here's what I want to say. So you get to your music and I, you know, again, I think I might, change that a little bit, but you get to this music landing page. And I think that what people need to just see is right. Like most recent tracks, 
again, you're thinking of it kind of like uh, a newspaper, you know, like newspapers have sections, sports, business, beauty, or fashion. So when they get to your music page, you need to help tell that story and that narration for someone who comes to the music page. So then it's like most recent tracks or top tracks. And these thumbnails, instead of being like so massive, (laughs) they, you know, maybe you do like four to a thing, or maybe the top two are, are large because they're more like the most recent or top tracks. And then below you surf and you see more thumbnails of all the different music that you've created, but they're a little smaller so that you are naturally creating a sense of like, this is newer and this is older. And it's not that it's old and people aren't going to listen to it. If someone likes your music, they'll click everything and discover you, but you have to put some importance on the top of the page. Otherwise it's just like, you know, it's just, there's nothing to help the user like focus onto something. Yeah. That's, that's a really good note. And I think the music page is the most important because that's what it is. It's lmnopmusic.com. So the music should be the forefront and the focus of everything so that people can drive to Spotify and it's super easy for them to kind of become a follower in a way. Absolutely. So you're going to switch and update your music page. Yeah, absolutely. Get rid of the SoundCloud thing. And then also, um, you know, at the bottom of the music page, I still believe that there's room for you to have. So, you know, everyone's discovering your music and then you've got this thing that says publishing. What, what is that? So that's uh, the publishing company that I work with. Um, they're called Defend. And I just put a link to their, their um, page just in case there was any like music licensing people that were looking at my music and oh. wanted to actually use it for, um, you know, a movie or a television show or that kind of thing. Okay. So this is interesting to me also because it, it's not intuitive. And like, obviously if I'm from the music industry, then it's intuitive, but kind of not. Cause it's also right there along with all of the icon, the social media icons. So again, for me, like I'm going to click to the music page. I'm going to see all these cool songs, listen to them. Um, and then if you want to have the heading, you know, publishing, um, I think there needs to be a little bit more like a description yeah. thing, like, you know, contact, you know, and don't have it be a button to defend music, but you know, like I work with, you know, I've got lots of tracks that I've done, blah, 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 blah. There's got to be something that shows you off and looks a little bit more professional than this. And again, you've mentioned all the pe- all the artists that you've worked with. There's some major names there. Um, there are also big companies like I know just from working with you that you've done music for Nike. You've done remixes for TikTok. Like that's interesting to me. And so this is where you show off about that because by doing so, then people are like, oh, okay, so he makes music. This is awesome. I'd love to work with him. Also, I see that he can just license music or he might have a whole library of music that I can license, but I don't see any logos of companies that you worked with. I don't see. So you need to create more information around that. And then I think that will help you a lot. 
Yeah. I feel like what would also help me, I should just sit down and like write out everything that I want to have on the website and then kind of completely redesign it. But I think, you know, putting down those type of companies that I've worked with and how I want that to be represented and kind of creating more of a cohesive, um, information landing page for people, um, that are looking for either music for something, or they're just looking, you know, because they're, they found out about me some way and they're actually interested in it. And I want to actually have the website be the place that they are grabbed. They're captivated by the brand and excited. Um, and I think also it would be cool to have some of the newer stuff that I'm working on, um, because of COVID, there's um, a whole new kind of uh, era of artists getting into the virtual space. And so I've been actually like designing a digital puppet, a 3D version of myself. That's what I've been working on the last few months and kind of working on um, bringing that into a 3D space and performing live in those spaces. So um, maybe there can be some kind of place where I can represent what, what I'm working on for the future and maybe provide like a Patreon or something that is engaging people um, into wanting to follow me. Yes, but I will say this because you just mentioned Patreon. And so for those listening who have never heard that word before, Patreon is this amazing service that essentially they're for creators. And so it's a way for creators to sustain themselves by making income. And so the the people who tend to be successful are YouTube stars and um, TikTok stars and like comedians and musicians and artists it's because they have huge followings. And so they're able to take the followings that let's say someone is amassed on Instagram, like set, you know, they've worked over the years and they have 250,000 followers on Instagram. So then they say to all of their Instagram followers, support me on Patreon and you know, you'll get bonus X, Y, and Z. Um, I want to record a podcast, but you know, I need to be paid and I need to be able to have the funds to do the podcast. So follow me on Patreon to help me get it done. And it, so it's a really great resource for people, but I'm going to throw this out there. For people who don't have massive followings, I'm not so sure. And followings who are the demographic who have Patreon because you have to have the, the thing is you have to download an app, right? So that's the first barrier to entry. So for me, when you just talked about creating, what you were talking about, I think is creating a way for people to see what you are currently working on, but you haven't finished it yet, right? It's yeah, project exactly. for- Pro- the, the process in a way. Right, like following the process. So I I would say, and this is just my very, very honest advice, um, trying to create a Patreon account and start thinking about that and doing all of that when I believe you still have not created a solid foundation for yourself and for your business, mm. it's going to take you away from creating this foundation. Because there's too many things. It's like, I, this is a problem I struggle with too. I think all creative human beings struggle with um, accountability to themselves because we 
we get distracted by shiny things and we love to analyze like, why does it shine like that? Oh, can I make it shine twice as much? Like, can I change the shape of the shine? And we forget like that we just needed to do X, Y, and Z. And so I'm going to tell you right now that I believe what you need to concentrate on is creating a website that is so solid and is really representative of you, your music, and what you do because you're an amazing musician and you're an amazing producer and creator. And that I want that to be the thing that shines and it's not right now. Like it really is not. If you're like, if you think about all the kids out there who are 14 and they're in their bedrooms, not paying any rent and just watching YouTube videos and becoming friggin' genius DJs and doing stuff because they don't have like responsibilities. Like you're competing with all of the kids I think about this all the time. I, you know, like there are people that are on my heels right now. You're competing with all of those kids and you're competing with your current peers and you're competing with all of the people who are already out there. So it's a lot. So I want you to get your website in order. I want you to concentrate on growing your social and your Instagram because like you said at the very, very beginning, that was your number one goal. Yeah. You can't do that if you're now starting to think about Patreon and these other new services that are out there. You don't have a community yet fully. So I want you to grow the community where you have one, which is currently Instagram. And then when you start to see, you know, like right now you're at almost 2000 followers. Like to me, a goal, like you need to start go- hitting goals. So to me, it's like, okay, every month I want to gain... 250 new followers so that by next year, I will be at over 3,500. You know, we're like, I'd like to double by this time next year. I want to double my Instagram followers. You can't do that if you haven't set in place a plan to do so. So you're, you know, you're like, you're doing too many things. So I don't want you to get captivated and excited about Patreon yet because I don't think it's going to serve you. I think Instagram is going to serve you and I think Spotify is going to serve you. And so those are the two places that I believe if you put time and energy and daily time and energy, that's the other thing that people forget sometimes, small business owners, they're like, I just find Instagram so like tiring and it's intimidating and da 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 And it's like, okay, Are you thinking that people are going to just find you? And when they do, they're going to be like, oh my God, I love this person so much. I want to click on their website, buy stuff from them. It doesn't really happen like that. You have to put time and energy every single day. And so you're going to have to start posting daily, which seems intimidating at the beginning, but it won't be because you're creative and you have, you actually have design skills, which a lot of people don't have. Um, So I, I want you to just concentrate on growing your Spotify audience, getting your music into more hands and growing the Instagram following. Because if you do that, then maybe a year down the road when you have loyal audience members who are like, how can I support you? Or like, we want, come out with an album. And like the way that you can do that is then by doing potentially a Patreon. We're like, yeah, for you, but you don't have that support yet. So I don't want you to, to waste your time. I want you to concentrate on the things that we talked about today and just get ready and put the hard work and time in. And a year from now, you'll see, you'll see the results start to come. Yeah. Well, let's check in in a year and, and, uh, and I'll be at that place. Let's do it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So that's where I'm going to leave you 
Um, I think this has been great. And I'm excited because I do know that you have graphic design experience and skill. And that's something that a lot of people don't have. So you're already like one step up from most small business owners. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And this has been like really great advice. I think it's, it's advice that, um, I couldn't have come up with, uh, for myself. And it's also important to hear it from somebody who has grown a business and really understands the inside of that. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. Well, we appreciate all that you do for the podcast. And probably in a matter of uh, seconds, we're going to hear some of the music that you created for it. Today's top takeaways are number one, create different social media accounts, one for your business and one for your personal account. Your business feed needs to be inspirational, informative and fun all using the same style, colors, and type of content. This will help you build and cultivate your community. So vacation photos, family pics, all of that type of content should be kept off of your business feed. Number two, tone is everything when building a brand. While you can be funny, edgy, and even a little bit weird, you have to apply it in a professional, mature manner online in order to be taken seriously. Your website design should be up-to-date, feature popular design styles, and help navigate people to where you want them to go, whether that's an online store or an archive of music videos. And number three, narrow your focus. When you focus on one thing, you'll increase your rate of success. Just because you can do everything doesn't mean you should. When it comes to your website and social media accounts, you need to help people support you by making it easy for them. That means telling a consistent narrative in a consistent visual style. If SOS has helped your business, I would love to hear from you. The best thing that you can do to help spread the word about this podcast is give us a five- Once again, that's five star rating and remember to leave a review. Honestly, that's probably the best way that more people will discover this great podcast. Also remember to tell your friends, follow me on Instagram at Sonia Rasula, that's S-O-N-J-A-R-A-S-U-L-A, and you can follow my business at Unique Markets. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure to follow. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening.